In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about how to keep your viewers watching your videos longer. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments that you hear covered on this show are brought to you from the comment section of my YouTube channel or from the submission form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, you can submit yours at commentsovercoffee.com. And as long as it's not something that I've answered here before, I will put it in the queue. I also want to let you know, if you are a content creator and you want to know the best things to use for all aspects of content creation and the business around creating content, head over to bestcreatortools.com. It's my personally curated list of all the things that I use and all the things that I know are quality products, everything from video editing software to course creation software to apps to live streaming software, all the stuff that you need when you are making content. I've got it for you over at bestcreatortools.com. And of course, I've got links to both of those down in the description or the show notes of this episode. Our question today comes from Create and Chill with Jess. Jess asks, I'm a small channel and I am just starting out and having fun, but I'm having a problem with the audience retention rate when they actually get to my videos. Do you have any tips on creating better content that will be more valuable to my audience? As a side note, my channel is focused on reviewing indie comics, showcasing indie comic creators, and eventually I want to add tips on the indie comic creation process. Thank you for your question, Jess. Now, when it comes to audience retention on YouTube, we all know how important audience retention is, which is why you're asking this question in the first place. If you are not aware of that, because let's say if you've just started on YouTube, anybody listening to this, if you've just started on YouTube, audience retention, how long people actually watch your videos is extremely important. Um, inside of your YouTube analytics, you can actually find the details on the mobile app or inside of a desktop version where you can actually access it through your browser. You can actually see on a per video basis how long people are watching your content for, and you can see exactly where people are dropping off, which is also valuable. Now, you get a little bit more detail when it comes to that on the desktop or the computer version where you're accessing it through a browser than you do if you are using the Creator Studio app, for example. So if you do get the chance to go in there, if you are a mobile content creator, um, I really recommend that you access through a computer at some point in time, or at the very least, you can use the desktop mode inside of Google Chrome on your mobile device. And even though it's a little bit finicky, you can actually get in, you can actually watch um, your videos right along with your audience retention report so you can see exactly where people are leaving in your video. And you can also notice, hey, people you know, seem to enjoy this part because nobody left during this particular part. Um, so really important part of analytics because the amount of time people spend watching your videos can definitely represent the amount of success that you are going to have on YouTube. So it's really important. So without watching one of your videos, Jess, um, I can give you some best practice advice here. And this is going to apply to everybody that's listening to this right now. Um, the very first thing that you want to start with is that you want to make sure that you're hooking your viewers right out of the gate. Basically, what that means is you are grabbing their attention in some way. I talked about this in detail in the last episode, so I'm not going to go too far down the rabbit hole on this one. Um, the episode is called How to Make the Perfect Hook for Your Viewers. I really recommend that you check that one out if you haven't yet. But the very beginning of your video is extremely important because that is that moment in time when they first come into your video that you're able to capture their attention. And if you can capture their attention there, then obviously the likelihood of them continuing to watch the video is going to be much greater. Now, 
after you get through the hook part of the video or the thing that's going to capture their attention or the thing that basically is confirming that they're in the right place after they clicked on the video, a lot of people will drop graphic intros into their content. And I've seen that in a lot of cases, not all, but in a lot of cases, the graphic intros, which is basically where your video gets interrupted by a graphic coming on the screen that is basically just a branding thing that either says your channel name or some sequence that you take people through. When that comes up on the screen, you can actually lose a large percentage of your viewers there. So if you are using any type of graphical logo intro or anything that interrupts the viewer experience right after your hook, go into your stats and make sure that you are not losing people during that period of time because I've seen humongous drops and audience retention during those graphic intros. So it's really important to make sure that you are not kind of cutting yourself off right there at the beginning of your video, okay? So that's just one point for you. The next thing I wanna talk about is you wanna make sure that the expectation matches the promise of the video because that can be a very big part of the audience retention. Of course, you wanna make sure that you are compelling in your titles, but you also wanna make sure that you're delivering on what the thumbnail and title are promising. Now, I'm not saying that you're clickbaiting, what I'm saying is that it's really important to make sure when you are putting your, your thumbnails and your titles together that you're thinking about how a viewer might interpret this. Because here's the thing, when we're making the content, when we're putting the content together, when we're packaging the content, we already know what's in the video, right? We already know what's in the video, we know exactly what happens, and we're trying to think, okay, how can I, how can I package this in a way to where people are gonna click on it, right? But when you're thinking of that, you also wanna make sure that however, you are adding the thumbnail and title to that video, you wanna think it through and think, okay, if somebody were to see this from the outside, somebody that has never seen this video before, what does this title and thumbnail really say about the experience that they might get when they click on this video? And this can come through like a lot of details too. So for example, if you have like a really high quality image in your thumbnail, but then once they click on the video, it's a really low quality video, then you're kind of breaking that expectation that that person might have when they click on it, right? So just little things like that, nuances in the language that you use in your titles or the text that you add to your thumbnails if you add any type of text, um, all that stuff is really important to make sure that you are keeping in mind so that you can make sure that people aren't taking the way that you worded something out of context or that you're not building the wrong expectation because they don't know what's in the video and they're making up their own ideas of what they might expect when they actually click on it. So just as a heads up, if you do have content that tanks, you know, in, in the beginning of the video, sometimes making a title change and a thumbnail change can correct that. So of course, you know, the hook matters and all that, but just, just reframing how somebody is interpreting what they might get out of the video can, in some cases, actually correct um, the audience retention or help the audience retention of that video. So you want to make sure that your expectation matches the promise, right? Or that the expectation or what happens in your video, I should say, matches the promise that you have when you're packaging it up. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is that if you've gotten through those things and you're like, okay, hey, I've got people, you know, at the beginning, they're watching there. I'm not using a logo intro or the logo intro itself. Um, I'm not losing a lot of people during that. And in terms of how I'm titling my thumbnails or how I'm titling the videos and how I'm putting my thumbnails together, I, I really believe that it is a good match for the content. If you've gotten through those things, the next thing that I recommend that you do is experiment with the structure and the edits of your videos. For example, um, try being on camera and not being on camera. Try starting the video with your voice talking about the topic, but only showing things related to the content and not yourself, and then bring yourself in later and see how people respond to that. Um, if you're doing that already, 
try doing it the other way <laughs> where you're where you're there when the video starts and then you start adding the additional footage to reference what it is that you're talking about. Um, other things that you want to experiment with when it comes to the structure and edits of your videos is the actual pacing of the whole thing itself. How fast are you are you cutting things together? How fast are you talking? How fast are you communicating in your videos? Because based on who your audience is, all of those things matter. Um, another thing that you can experiment with is your music choices. You know, the music choices that you think are awesome might not be a fantastic match for the people that are coming in and watching your videos. Um, just because you like it doesn't mean that the people that are coming in to watch your videos are going to like it. And of course, we can all say, well, hey, this is what I like. This is how I'm putting it together. And because of that, um, I'm just going to keep doing it the way that I want. And then eventually I will, you know, meet the people that are into things how I like to do them, which is true. But if you are focused on growth and keeping people watching for a longer period of time and kind of accelerating what's happening on your channel, it's also important with balance, of course, it's also important to make sure or important to make sure that you are catering things to the people that are watching your content as well as making sure that you are, you know, getting your own enjoyment out of it as well. So because of that, you want to make sure that, you know, even though you might love the music, experiment with not using music at all, experiment with using a different type of music, make sure that the music that you're using in the video isn't too loud, right? Because sometimes if it's too loud, then that by itself will turn people off. Um, another thing that you can experiment with as well is if you jump into the review um, or the interview quickly, experiment with building up a story first, explaining why they mean enough to you to talk about or to make an entire video about. Um, if you're already doing that, experiment with cutting it out and see if people that are getting served your videos don't want the story part. <laughs> See if they just want to get right into the actual content itself instead of, you know, seeing some type of or, or listening or watching some sort of buildup before you actually introduce the actual content that they clicked on to see. I'm sure that you're noticing a pattern here with everything that I'm talking about. Experimentation is going to be your way of figuring out how to keep people watching longer. Now, Topics always make a difference because, you know, some topics people just watch for a longer period of time. For example, like if you're doing cooking videos, the retention on cooking videos can be really, really good because you're actually taking people through a process that they can work through in their kitchen. And because of that, they'll watch an entire video, right? Whereas if you're doing like a comedy skit, that one's really dependent on how, how your comedy skills match the audience that YouTube is showing your content to, right? So because of that, it's, it's an important thing to, to add to this equation. But another thing here that I really want you to think about is using your analytics. Like I mentioned before, in your analytics, you have something called the audience retention report. Um, you can see this at the video level, and it shows you exactly where people are leaving, also shows you the parts where people are staying. You can actually watch your video along with watching this graph, and you can notice, hey, this is what's happening here, this is what's happening here. What I would like you to do, and this is for everybody, get yourself a notepad. Start taking notes on all of your content. See when people are leaving, see when people continue watching. Take little notes for yourself. You know, hey, in this one, I use fast-paced music. In this one, um, I'm cutting the video a lot. Um, in this video, I'm not cutting the video that much. Like, I'm not editing it as intensely. Um, in this video, I'm talking fast. In this video, I'm talking slow. Um, you know, those sorts of things. Just all of the different aspects of what it is that you're doing in the videos, start taking notes. And what you're going to notice over time is you're going to start seeing patterns based on what it is that's happening in the videos and how people are responding to the content that you're making. So I really recommend that everybody listens to this, that's listening to this, get yourself just a notepad of some kind or a spreadsheet or any way that you prefer to keep notes and literally go through your content library 
and start noticing all of the details of your videos and how people are responding to the details of your videos because that can make a really, really big difference on how your videos perform. Um, it's also important that when you are um, publishing a video that basically your process goes like this. Publish a video, look in your stats to see how people reacted, take notes, make adjustments, and then publish another video based on your theories of why people left or stayed. That is the path to making content that viewers enjoy. Because over time, again, you're going to start recognizing these patterns to where it's like, wow, when I make videos about this, people really, not only do they click on it more, but they also watch it for a longer period of time. Whereas when I make content like this, they click on it, but they don't seem to watch it for as long of a period of time. So a few things I want you to consider when you're when you're working through all this, just like in the hook episode that I mentioned, um, and just like I mentioned a few minutes ago, the topic can impact the beginning of the video and just retention overall. Um, your thumbnail and your title builds expectations. So again, be compelling, but deliver on what it is that you're promising in the thumbnail and title. Another thing is just making sure that you're looking and paying attention to the content that your audience is enjoying most overall. Um, lower retention can really come down to simply making content that doesn't align with the interests of the people that are watching your content. So because of that, it's really important to make sure that you're really paying attention. You're using your stats to kind of guide you or help you navigate your way into making content that an audience really enjoys. For example, um, like do your videos where you're talking about the comic creators do those do as well as the videos where you're showcasing the comics themselves or vice versa? Um, these are important things to, to think of so that you can make sure that you're making that right content for your audience in the future. So hopefully you found that helpful. And if you get a chance, I just want to remind everybody to leave a written review, if you would, lets people know if this is worth listening to or not. And of course, you can head over to bestcreatortools.com to get everything you need for your YouTube channel. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.